0: It's just, I mean, we should probably get into this, but, like, Gary Busey in drag
1: for no reason. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was the thing I had. No reason hold on, j- Hold on just a second, boys. I'm going to grab a water. I think he means beer, but I'll wait
2: for him to correct himself. <laughs> 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 All right, welcome back to the Dicks in the Back Row, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy out in Nashville, Tennessee.
0: And over in Boston, we got Tim again and Mike Preble. How you guys doing? I I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I, I don't know if you guys, if our listeners know, but the Red Sox won the World Series, and uh, that means I don't have to kill myself, which is a, that's a, that's
1: <laughs> or, a Dave <laughs> or Dave Dombrowski
0: or Dave Dombrowski. Yes, I'd le- I probably should clear the air here, Max. Dave, I uh, just want to say all the things I said about you. You know, like all those little like sort of tacit references to murdering you and, you know, letting your blood ritualistically... I don't mean any of that anymore. You're you're a good guy. I think you know. Maybe I think we'd be good friends. Kidding. So, uh, just throw throwing that out there. <laughs> I do
3: like how I do like how Tim's like. Oh, it's tacit except for the explicit part where I told you I was going to murder you. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> i, I seen yeah, <laughs> Except for the part where I said I snuck into your house every night and, and slowly drained your blood from your body. Well, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, Ray that was- I think. I don't think that's I think that's a little subtle I'm not sure about you. I mean, come on
1: guys I was like that was like three weeks ago yeah yeah uh, a, anybody could come up with that very very distinct description
3: <laughs> It's a different well, world now so you know it's we're fine
1: the, the thing that
2: the audience doesn't know is that um Tim is a, a notorious like reverse whatever he calls it it's gonna the opposite is gonna happen and uh we just really want to thank you Tim for uh, saying how shitty the Red Sox bullpen was. Uh, for this entire duration of the show that we've had thus far. And then they went out and were like the most dominant bullpen in like the history of postseason baseball. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Talking Sox. How are you yeah. doing, Preble?
3: Yeah, I'm good too. The Red Sox won, so I was pretty happy about that. And I know, at least I, I just knew that Tim would wake up today, so that's what was positive. He would just stave off death for another year, so I was pretty happy about that.
2: The best thing of all of this was there's a text message of Tim, which was a little bit delayed at least for me, and it's like, oh, great, Moreland's going to strike out on three pitches. It's like second pitch, just like 480-foot home run. Like, yes, Tim, continue to say these things. It's like, they're not going to hit a home run here. It's like next pitch, home run again. It's like, holy shit. It was perfect. Uh, all right, and uh, we also got Derek Brady. Where are you this week, Derek?
1: I am in Nashville, Tennessee, look oh, at the look at that. of my own home. It's wonderful. That is wonderful. And boy, if I would have been in a hotel watching this movie, they'd have, they'd have to send somebody after me. I think they would have thought I needed to be committed. This was awesome. <laughs> yeah. This was just a nonstop thrill
2: ride. And we're all thankful for it. And that ties into... Uh, the first week that we're starting for Thanksgiving month, and which one of us just picks a movie that we're thankful for. So, uh, Timmy was up and picked 1992's Under Siege, a.k.a. Die Hard on a Boat, directed by Andrew Davis, and starring uh, Vladimir Putin's best buddy, Steven Seagal, Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey, and Tits McGee. Um, (laughs) Interesting time for Tommy Lee Jones, because he was sandwiched in between two Oscar nominations for this movie, so he was nominated for JFK in 91. And then he did Under Siege in 92, and then he won the Oscar for uh, The Fugitive in 93. Also directed by Andrew Davis, by the way. It's
1: essentially a John Farrell managerial career.
2: (laughs) Essentially, yeah. Except then he was successful after the first win. (laughs) Now, uh, Tim, (laughs) now he's just really shittily working for ESPN.
3: And I know, he's being like the Reds. So I was because he's somewhere, somewhere in the middle of Cincinnati just panhandling for money. No offense. <laughs> Thanks, for Thanks for all you did. <laughs>
1: no offense, John. Like he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing
2: about all this is that um, we're recording this a day after the Sox won the World Series, but this isn't going to come out for a week, so this is all going to be old <laughs> news by the time we actually have this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Uh, now, Tim, this was uh, quite the interesting pick The star of the new month. You care to uh, explain
0: yourself? I mean, this. so I love terrible action movies. Like, I have a – it's sort of like a fetish form almost. Like, <laughs> like I that love – rock hard. Leth, Yeah. I love Lethal Weapon movies. I love, like, John claude Van Damme movies. I love Steven Seagal movies. I mean, but this one is just – it's the most fucking, like – off the rocker just totally <laughs> jam-packed with nonsense like 80s action movie like 80s early 90s action movie that i've ever seen and it's just spectacular yeah it's the first time I've ever
2: seen this is actually better than i expected but uh, it's like speaking of van damme like i always thought of like seagal and van damme like they're like the minor leaguers to like the big blockbusters like stallone and schwarzenegger but at least in this right. one seagal is actually still trying
0: He he's not like terrible in it. It's not like you know his his new movies where he's just like this fat guy like eating a sausage and then like wiping mustard off and be like, all right, we gotta go kill these guys. (laughs) I'll
2: do the Snickers commercial if you just give me a boat of just full of
3: Snickers. (laughs) Precisely.
2: I can only cry chop if it's the Snicker (laughs) wrapper.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Alright, should we get this movie started? Well, I'm ready to dive right in. Okay. Because it's going to take us an hour to get to the fucking... The good stuff. Meat, the good gritty.
2: Thing. Yeah, the, like the, the nougat in the middle of that Snickers bar. Alright, so the movie starts off with this badass cook, Casey Rayback, uh, played by Steven Seagal, shockingly without a ponytail aboard the USS Missouri uh, which is heading to Pearl Harbor to be decommissioned and you know he's a badass because he's in the Navy and they all wear white and he's wearing all black so pretty much everybody <laughs> is just telling him that he is just a badass motherfucker uh, including the ship's captain and uh, you also do meet executive officer commander Krill played by the uh, pre-cocaine overdose Gary Busey uh, <laughs> post brain damage though Gary Busey at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Well, wasn't that just when he
1: emerged from the womb? so
2: <laughs> Crawling out like an well, can alien. We, right. can,
1: we talk, can we talk about like, the dialogue in this scene? I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to dive into that, but it, I love that you were talking about that the commander talks to Seagal and is saying, you know, get on your whites, I'll, let your, I'll, I'll try to introduce, the, introduce you to the president. Oh, by the way, what are you cooking for my birthday dinner tomorrow? <laughs> it's not me. It's not for me, though. It's for the crew, so don't, don't, don't mess that up. But yeah, what's for dinner?
0: it was like cheeseburger casserole too i'm gonna make it with a bunch of old pizza
1: naval cuisine i just think it's really funny
3: because like he's the chef and they're all like oh so you're gonna wear your dress whites right i'm like do like cooks in the navy get to meet the president like chef white you know what i mean (laughs) like at least ostensibly like before we get into like the meat of the movie like the pretense here is he's just some joe schmo who makes food it's like why the fuck he's a cook He's a right. cook, right?
2: He's the best goddamn cook on this boat.
0: Best cook in the biz. Because, well, really heard a lot you about your cooking. To... <laughs> oh, dude, do you actually think that was George Bush? I've, I've wanted to know that for the longest time. Like, do you think George Bush did a cameo in this
2: movie?
0: <laughs> I was thinking that. I, th- I think,
2: so, I guess he had, they actually de- did uh, decommission the boat, so I think they just had, like, footage of him. But it was, like, actual movie footage and not, like, TV footage, like you usually see for a president, which was kind of weird. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck is Bush Sr. in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I
3: thought that was very interesting. I was like, oh, so they're using like archival footage or something? Like, they're actually trying to make this seem real. So I was like, all right, kudos. I like that. Yeah.
2: Um, also, weird, though, to see Busey with his eyes and his teeth still inside of his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because one, um,
3: eyes, one eye's wide open, the other eye's like halfway shut. It's like, <laughs> It's like, Quasimodo, hey, what are you doing here?
2: And um, I'm not sure if you guys actually knew this or not, but. Um, Busey, Gary Busey, he's actually been uh, transitioning for the past two decades uh, into a horse.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very brave. What's his gender identity, Max?
1: I think it's Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
0: But so I will say that the like uh, Steven Segal's walk in with his uh, it is like. <laughs> And his like black ghee and everything that he has on. And people being like, dude, what do you like you put on your dress whites, so you know the president's coming? That's a very like opening scene of uh, dirty dancing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like when is. Patrick Swayze walks in.
2: Yeah, he should've had his whites like over his shoulder. Right. It's like I'll put him on when I want to. Yeah. Right.
3: You gotta love a movie that's just constantly just putting out straight away that like this the person doesn't give a shit about like formality or rules like he's ready to break them at any chance to to right. get to to win the day. So I was like, all right, good. <laughs> I know what this. I'm,
1: I'm, well, I mean. We are going to get into this later. I'm pretty sure that this movie just dis, the, the, the internal discussion of this movie is just that the naval the naval branch of the military is by far the most lax branch of the military. <laughs>
2: just lends strippers on and shit, which we'll get into here in a second. So, yeah, old Busey's being just a little bit of a dickhead, and he's uh, planning the surprise party with the 1989 Playmate of July, uh, just partially to stick it to Seagal, uh, which leads to a pissing fight between Seagal and Busey's uh, stooge Ensign Taylor. Uh, played by that bald redheaded guy that's always an asshole in every movie that he's in.
1: <laughs> by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, and I'm sorry if I'm skipping ahead to what you're going to do in the in the trivia max. But Aaron Aleniak, who actually played the chick, was actually in the July 1989 edition of Playboy Ooh. that featured a nautical theme. I saw. That. That's hilarious. <laughs> I looked. At, uh, I saw that online. I was like, that That's bananas. <laughs>
0: yeah, they probably like, they probably like, couldn't like. They're trying to cast this like blonde bombshell. And like every single blonde bombshell of the time turned them down because obviously they would because this is a terrible movie. But uh, then this guy was like jerking it to Playboy. Like the casting director was like jerking it to Playboy, and he's like flips the page to July, and he's like, Bingo, you must have her. X marks the Get spot. Me her.
2: <laughs> yeah, that are no, single no, no. sexually harassed like not... the other fifteen women before who auditioned, and they're like, Listen, Steve, you need to cool it down for this one. We don't. We're running out of blonde women in, in Hollywood. That's that's probably that's more accurate. accurate.
1: That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bro. yeah. Loaded with
2: accusations. Oh god. Yeah. By the way, I uh, really, I'm sure all of our, our research into uh, the big titted blonde girl in this movie was just us being curious about her her history, not us just going to Google images.
1: Oh, of course, <laughs> I, I I believe in the art, you know.
2: No, I I was <laughs> I like looking to, to see if she work. went to like Juilliard or something. I was looking to see <laughs> yeah, if she I, got a boob job. So I'm just gonna be honest here. <laughs>
1: Well, Max, to, what did you find? Has to have one.
2: I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> but we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, so you got a couple of sick burns in this in this scene, too, which uh, the red-headed douchebag guy is like, we got one more week together, and then Seagal going, guess I never see you hit puberty. Burn. <laughs>
3: <Slammed> gotcha. Slammed.
2: <laughs> but uh, Seagal in this scene, too, like he looks like he's having a lot of fun in that kitchen. He's just, like cracking jokes, just like throwing knives at bullseyes.
1: <laughs> in. Yeah. I, again very lax branch of the military. I'm I'm stunned yeah. <laughs> but, by how the Navy, you know, carries themselves. Anyone else notice though with uh with
2: Seagal that his like his Cajun accent like goes away the second he leaves the kitchen? Yes.
3: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> he finally starts enunciating like that that's what I wrote for this. My second line of notes is Segal just aggressively mur- murmuring through his lines. <laughs> I kind of like the choice
2: at the beginning, though. I'm like, oh, look at that. He's actually using an accent, and then like once shit starts going off, it's like, oh no, no, he forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's wait, he uses an accent. I've seen this movie like five times, and I did not know. I did not. Yeah, know he's got like that. a Cajun accent at the beginning of the movie.
3: <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like a little twang or something, right? It's like a little, yeah. you know, just speaking like a straight American dialect. He's doing like it's like Yaw. he's doing something Louisiana. Like, yeah,
1: it's like it is. It's a Cajun accent. Yeah,
2: because he's cooking up some like Cajun like gumbo or something too.
1: Tim, did you even watch this movie? I've seen it multiple times, and I did not pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so subtle, Tim. It's so subtle. We're we're 20 minutes into our podcast and we are still in like the second scene. Yeah, we are. We got to speed it up here.
2: So uh, the captain finds out that uh, this chopper is landing on the ship and Busey says it's the adm- admiral uh, who planned it. And, you know, I, you know, he also wants him to stay in his quarters. Hmm. He said something different to Seagal. wonder what old horse face Busey's up to.
1: Oh, it's, he's just up to Gary Busey's bottomless boat bash. <laughs>
2: Sponsored,
4: brought to you by Soviet Lifewater.
2: <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, also Busey, he's rubbing it in uh, with Seagal, but he goes down to the kitchen quarters, talks shit, and then spits in his uh, precious gumbo, which uh, causes Seagal to punch him to the ground, and then after a little scuffle, they lock Seagal in the meat locker. So, what did he say to Seagal about, like, you punching like a girl? Oh, you know, oh no, he
1: said, he said you punch like a faggot. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's <laughs> like, dude, he cold clocked
2: you. Like, you fell to the ground. <laughs> I think it's kind of yeah. He's, they
3: really yeah. he just Busey went insane there because yeah he says that and then he's like you're un-American like da da da. I was like oh, he hates geez, America. Just
1: everything at yeah, him. all right. I, I knew I took the I knew I took the note da- or the the line down because this is again one of the many lines that I jotted down. Now I know why you're a cook. You hit like a faggot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like Gary Busey. All right. It's like you fell to the ground and then for the
2: rest of the movie you have this like massive gash on your cheek from getting punched. So.
3: Yeah. also maybe I, I just have another theory as to why uh, Steven Seagal punched him it was also because every time Gary Busey said Hawaii he said Hawaii <laughs> and that really was just infuriating the entire time Segal's like are you trying to mock me <laughs> yeah I'm a native oh. islander so I really know it's Hawaii it's like oh okay
2: <laughs> now nuke it <laughs> Uh, All right, so after this though you meet Tommy Lee Jones and his bad guy crew landing on the ship with some super sweet Jeff Healy sounding blues rock music and uh I mean you meet this super sweet band that's gonna just play on a rock show for the troops because that's what's gonna happen I was just gonna
1: say I, I, the the note that I put down like about the whole thing with Busey and the redheaded guy and Seagal, I just <laughs> the note I took was this is like a military Mean Girls where Busey's Rachel McAdams and, and Siegel's Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> it's like you can't sit at our table. We're gonna lock you in a meat locker. That is so fetch. I
4: can't cool sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Um, also though, yabos. Because uh, <laughs> you meet the playmate of July of 89. And uh, she's getting escorted out of this chopper. And, of course, you have all the hooting and hollering from all the guys. And you have a nice uh, pan-down shot of just her leather-panted ass. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I love movies like this because it just paints guys to being like... They see an attractive woman and they are just like it's totally in, <laughs> incapacitated. They cannot climbing. do anything else. They're just like, you know, tripping over their tongues, like climbing over each other like <laughs> zombies to get to her. Yeah, it's like anti-Darwinism. It's just... Right. So yeah. Referring
2: like,
3: back to animals. They become those gigantic like cartoon wolves in all like the like Looney Tunes movies where the tongues <laughs> roll out. It's like, oh, it's like yep, yep. all right, like, come on, guys. Like, I know you've been at sea for a number of months, but like you've seen a girl before, right? Like right. calm
1: yeah. down. It's like happen, 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 happen. Yeah, yeah like, we're all gonna get to fuck her, right? Yeah, <laughs> like all of us, right? Like all three thousand of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then Gary Busey, like later, is like, you know, a little bit later, is like. Oh well, uh, you go in here and you'll be safe from my guys. It's like I, I don't, I don't think <laughs> sorry, like if sorry. she was left into the into the general public, she would immediately be like oh, fucking hard. Like it wouldn't be like a crew of Harvey Weinstein's coming over there.
2: Either, <laughs> I mean, this is the military. I mean, they, they Crews, have some right. standards. I'm sorry. Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I, ju- I just had a, like a, a mental image of a crew of Harvey Weinsteins realizing oh, what a devastating <laughs> force that would be to like humankind.
1: <laughs> well, now we'll <Preble> put that <laughs> yeah, into context up in for, a, in for a,
2: Busey's. In, in, like, an unventilated ship. You can you just imagine just
1: the smells of that boat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, why do you think Busey's throwing a bottomless bash? <laughs> yeah.
2: God. Oh, God. Okay. Also, fun, uh, laugh all that funny, though. You got one guy on the TV just, like, touching her boobs through the TV screen, and then you have another guy who, like, falls off the deck just from looking at her.
3: Yeah. I know. It's so <laughs> why funny. is this on TV? Like, why are they filming this? Like, this doesn't make a damn bit of sense.
2: The last time they were watching was the president, and they are like, eh, okay, and then you got like,
3: oh my god, titties! <laughs> right. But someone must be filming this, right? Like, I think, isn't the president, like, gone by now? Now they're just like, all right, now we're just gonna take footage of this, you know, this helicopter. It's like, oh, okay, sure, whatever.
2: I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah, but Tommy Lee Jones... Trying
1: sense out of this movie is a, is a, a fool's errand. <laughs> but, uh...
2: But uh, Tommy Lee Jones is snazzing it up, and he's getting the band all warmed up while Gary Busey sh- uh, just shows up in full drag and just starts dancing around the place. He's got, I guess you know right. he gave the playmate like sleeping pills or something. Like
0: that, him being in drag does nothing for the plot. <laughs> it that is makes like, zero now, granted, sense. Now, granted, there isn't much plot to begin with, but it does nothing for it. Like, it does – it goes no – it takes the plot (laughs) nowhere. It's just Gary Busey – I guarantee this is Gary Busey's input. He's like – the director's like, okay, so you just need to come out, you know what I mean, and then, like, kind of, like, slip off and act like you're going to go – you know, talk to the captain and kill the captain. He's like, yeah, but shouldn't I be in drag? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Dude, no. That, that, what I wrote no, down no, at one Gary. point in our notes is that I feel like this entire movie was like what we what is constantly going on in Gary Busey's mind. <laughs> 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 it's just like, oh shit, but I'll be a drag, right? And then like Steven Seagal will show up and we'll we'll throw him in a fucking locker, and then we're gonna blow some shit up and and fucking Navy. Tommy Lee Jones gonna be there too. Tommy Lee Jones. Why was? Why would he be there?
2: <laughs> well, and, and, and
0: That's that what the Oscar committee asks too.
2: <laughs> well, well to you just came point. off a role in which you're uh, accused of murdering the president, and then you're doing this.
1: <laughs> well, and to that point, I feel like that. I feel like the scene where, like, he's walking to go kill the captain, uh, the captain. In the first bit of that scene, you hear him go, "It feels good walking around in these pantyhose." I feel like that wasn't supposed to be in the movie. That was him like walking to get prepared <laughs> for the scene. I don't, I don't, Tim, you said
2: Busey's input. I don't think he had any input. I think he just showed up on set, just in drag. In room. He
3: was he was like, this is my character. Room, but he went on screen. Like, you're just gonna have to deal with it, fellas, like I don't know how to bring it to you because I, I didn't bring another set of clothes. It's like, oh well, to okay, okay. listen. Here we go. I know this is a
2: stage, but I actually put this boat onto the ocean. So we're doing it my way.
0: <laughs> the, he came. Yeah, he yeah, came onto go. the set, and then he came onto the set, and the director pulled the producer aside and is like what am I gonna do he 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 says he's now a woman he's gonna be like this for the entire movie and then the producer's like producer's like maybe we can get Nick Nolte and the director's like Nick Nolte's been in a, been in a ditch cocaine habit for like 15 years we can't do that
1: oh god call yeah, up his dealer was... who else can we get he said Busey right? fuck I mean when, when, when he showed up in drag it, I literally it was it was like you see in, okay. in comedies like you know Fucking like my eyes open. I was taken, I was physically and emotionally taken aback when I saw that. Yeah, he's on just the full range of bipolar uh. disorder because, in like the scene
2: before with him, like that playmate, he's like being very respectful. He's a gentleman. He's got like this like gravitas voice. He's like, Listen, I'm gonna have you just go in here and you can just take a little bit of a break. understand that your, your stomach's upset. And then he just comes out like, Who wants to touch my fake titties? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dick tonight, Captain. <laughs> Uh, all right, but um, so you know Tommy Lee Jones also is just up to no good because his band is named after him, but he's not singing and barely playing the harmonica. Instead, he's just like jumping around like fucking Puff Daddy in the '90s, just like making faces at people on the on stage. Yeah. And then uh, he hits one note from the harmonica, asks who's the highest ranking officer in the room is. And then uh, he asks everyone to step aside and then he just shoots the dude in the head, and then the rest of the band takes out guns and starts firing at a couple of the
1: sailors and then just starts lining the rest up for hostages. Where were they concealing these weapons? These are full sized automatic guns. assault rifles. Yeah. yeah, did they like transform from like a guitar into like a fucking machine gun? And I mean, was no one what were the what were the security protocols to get on that fucking helicopter, wherever it flew from? They let a playmate and a bunch of fucking mercenaries on.
0: That's what the playmate was for. It's just incapacitated.
1: Have <laughs> <laughs> it, <shit. laughs> they're,
0: they're all like dry dumping the fucking aircraft carrier deck. Like, <laughs>
1: also, I mean, Show me your tits again, dog. I
3: was just thinking like how specific right. their plot is. Like You had to get assassins like these mercenaries, whatever, who also know how to play like blues music. Like, yeah. With one guy who has it, like
2: a beautiful voice.
3: Yeah, like these guys are they're going at it and they're like good at it and then they're all like, oh, but also we're we're multi talented. We're also international assassins. All right, let's murder everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's why that's why the the I forget her name, but that's why the girl it says she doesn't date eight. musicians.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're all mercenaries, right? Duh. Don't we all know this?
0: Right, yeah. Because they cause cause they're
2: they're all, all kill yeah. Navy members. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so then uh, Busey went in his pantyhose and semi-drag goes up into the captain's office and then kills him as well uh, after saying that he's going to be the day for the night. So uh, at the same time, Seagal is still in the meat locker telling the private that he can hear gunfire and to either get him out or call the captain to see what's going on. Uh, but he's not really listening. So then all uh, the bad guys mean business because one sailor attacks one of the gunmen and he gets shot and then the guy next to him also gets shot. To which Tommy Lee Jones tells everyone to get back in line or they're going to kill you and the dude that you're standing next to. I, I thought that was pretty badass. I'm like, I haven't seen that in a movie before. I'm like, I kind of hope that he uh, falls through with it and starts killing more people. It's terrible to say. <laughs> kill more for military, right, Max? Just like, watching the movie, like, give me a bad guy. Come on. <laughs>
0: Max got the bloodlust. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all those Halloween movies. <laughs> so all the sailors again rounded up, and uh, they uh, torch and seal the deck below. Meanwhile, some of the guys um, and above the deck, uh, the mercenaries, is just like jumping off like the top
1: sails out of nowhere and just like cleaning up the rest of the crew. This whole boat hears live music, and they lose their ability as a soldier because there's like thirty people that take over an entire fucking ship. Uh, This makes no fucking sense. No fucking way would this ever happen. Nope. Uh, Like, battleship
0: crews are like... There's like 400 people in a battleship crew. Oh, easily. You know? It's like 400 people could overpower all these guys, no problem.
2: I mean, it's like several football fields long. Like, you could definitely get to one side and just, like, regroup. Right, exactly. It's like a city. Yeah. (laughs) Well a dumb city because they all they, they failed. Um, but back in the captain's quarters, Gary Busey, still in drag by the way, uh, throws a disc to Tommy Lee Jones, also still wearing his sunglasses and leather jacket and tie-dye shirt. And I guess that disc, that, that disc just must be important.
1: Hmm. Hmm, wonder what that is.
2: Also, funny moment though with Busey looking at his own profile from the captain. Just complaining <laughs> about the, uh, the captain saying that he's been treating the crew like shit and he needs a psych eval. And he's just going. Do I look like I need a psychological evaluation?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
2: like With the <laughs> lipstick on, sure. the big boobs. <laughs>
3: the, the only reason he was ever dressed like that, other than Gary Busey just wanted to dress like that, that like, yeah. yeah, one joke is the whole premise <laughs> the, behind the
2: this. whole fifteen yeah. minutes of why is he still wearing drag? Why did he kill his his superior officer with fake boobs?
1: Well, I feel like I feel like it could have been like uh, almost like the director. Poking fun at Gary Busey. They're like, oh well, we you know, we signed Gary Busey onto this movie. But don't worry, I've got something good in store from him. Hey Gary, we're gonna put you in full drag. And then we're going to say you don't need a psych evaluation and just react.
0: <laughs> I actually, like, speaking of the fact that most a lot of Gary Busey's insanity on this movie probably was just, like, realism. It was just something that was happening in Gary Busey's life. I guarantee he got into the movie and was like, listen, i got to clear the air about my me- my state of my mental health. So I'm going to I'm gonna read this note from my psychologist. <laughs> and he read it out loud and it was just totally under- undercut it in the director. <laughs> That's why Tom Lee Jones kept the sunglasses on. He's
2: just kind of, like, looking around for, like, is. This is supposed to be in the movie?
0: Great. Right, is this in the script? I
2: didn't say this. I didn't read this part. <laughs> I thought we were on break. Uh, yeah. So then uh, the bad guy, the bad guys uh, take over the rest of the intelligence room, and uh, this SS officer looking dude is uh, handed the disc uh, from Tommy Lee Jones that he was holding on to prior. Puts in his pocket while uh, logging into the security system of the ship. And then you find out that all the quarters have been locked off, and besides a few strays in the ship, the rest is under their control. And you also get a little. Anybody else knows the, the Jeff Dahmer joke? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Dahmer. Yeah, he yeah. cut up Broadway.
1: Huh. well i I thought this was one of those classic situations where it was like over information to let the audience know he's like the the one guy goes yeah well we've we've locked down this sector and this sector and this sector Uh, now they won't be able to do this and then they've also done this sector so
2: they're trying to really make up for how stupid this movie is by having a bunch of like military lingo and (laughs) just acronyms and shit that nobody knows exactly (laughs) well um Busey forgot that Steven Seagal was still being was uh, still in that meat locker, and uh, the kitchen has full access to the ship. So when uh, Tommy Lee Jones asks who he is, Busey just says he's just a pain in the ass cook.
3: Okay, I'm sorry, oh. I have to pause here because there was one point Earth, there is so Busey doesn't know, or you know, so that's fine. But when they first met, or at least when we first saw them, right? Didn't the captain say like, "Oh, if I had all your medals, like I'd wear my dress rights yeah. all the time." So why doesn't that trigger with anybody, or at least Gary Busey, like, why would a cook have so many medals for being good at, like, what, good at cooking? Like, I don't get it. Like, that's just something right. that I found was annoying.
2: Because Gary Busey's just staring at the cook, or staring at the, uh, the captain, drooling, just going like, <laughs> buddies, <laughs> rabbits.
3: <laughs> just thinking about what the dress he's going to wear tonight. You know, like, oh, I really need to focus on of What kind of,
2: what what kind of shoes are going to match the wig? <laughs>
1: Yeah. what about the scene where like they're on this high powered, you know, watercraft with, you know, all these resources and Tommy Lee Jones is like carving up a rup roast and slinging it across the table at people and the black guy catches it and just eats it like a ravenous fucking heathen.
0: Oh dude. <laughs> that, so savages. Yeah. That was so great. It was it was literally just this bleeding like fucking like, Very pile of meat. Mi- of meat that he just like slings across the room like a foot, like a, a like a pile of wet underwear, <laughs> and the guy just the guy just grabs it, and just bleeding all over his arm, just eats it like an animal.
1: But you know, I've, I've always heard international terrorism does make you pretty ravenous. <laughs> But I thought, like I thought, that was supposed to set up the fact that that, like that
0: guy, like that, that sort of like Tom Lee Jones's right hand man. The whole movie Get was supposed just to be this dude. super badass dude yeah. who's gonna eventually have to be killed by Steven Seagal. He doesn't do shit, battle. I know, but he doesn't do anything the entire movie. <laughs> what The fuck's the point of this massive jacked black dude who looks like scary? He's nothing. Yeah, and what's the point of like making this whole scene where he just like eats a fucking pile of meat like a bear? Then...
2: <laughs> oh, now you never see him again. Well, actually, he's he's actually in IT with the uh, the this really skinny looking dude. He's just a power lifter.
0: Right, stop with stop with your stereotypes, guys. That guy has a computer science degree. <laughs>
2: so uh Jones now has his sun- uh, his sunglasses off so he's all business and he orders uh, two of his bad guys to go down and uh air quote relieve the private because two of his men can take down twenty marines and one hundred cooks <laughs> well a little they gotta find out here in a minute but uh shit for brains private Nash is saying see told you so those gunshots were just party poppers duh do <laughs> you know what automatically means that he's gonna get his fucking
1: shit rocks <laughs> This next thing, there's gonna be. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer out there. There's gonna be multiple times that I'm like looking at my notes, and you'll just hear me audibly go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before we even get to the part that I'm looking at, because this is there's so much. It's goddamn it, it's just so much. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to
2: like inaudibly hear Derek just shaking with anticipation for what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just. just- <laughs> the cardiac arrest has finally gotten I think to
3: those buffalo wings. Finally <laughs> caught up with Derek, so it's so all the red meat.
2: Yeah, so this guy does get a shit rocked, but before getting shot to pieces, uh, he tells the gunman that Seagal's in the meat locker, which is kind of a shitty move. And then the bad guys go in and just unload on all the perishables. But thankfully, this walk-in fridge has a massive air vent uh, to which Seagal kicks himself out and escapes. And then uh, he quickly throws a bullseye knife at the first bad guy, and then he does his hand-on-hand karate stuff and breaks the other dude's windpipe and collects the guns and ammo. Yeah. And then he pours whiskey onto a steel scrubbing sponge, puts it in a microwave, and leaves. But uh, we'll come back. I'll come back later. <laughs> A, like, a well-known, what a
0: well-known bomb. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs>
2: Known to the IRA
3: and all sorts of rebellious groups, you know. Oh, we got some whiskey. Oh, what do you need man, the whiskey. Know, it's it fucking metal.
1: It's in a microwave. You one, don't of need the, whiskey one of the first. On. One of the first. Like one of the first. Like just hilarious points of this movie was when those guys, you know, they blow through the door. they you know, Segal locks them in the meat fridge. And they, they blow through the door with different guns and then they both kick the door down in unison. I love that kind of shit.
3: <laughs> that, also,
1: that, that shit is
3: awesome. I also just think it's hilarious, right? Because like, Gary Busey wants to go down with those two guys. He's like, I'll take care of it. And then like, you know, Tommy the Jones is like, No, they're they're real professionals or whatever. And then they go down there and they just like unloose <laughs> their whole clip. Just like randomly, like these guys went Reckless. to like yeah, they just went to like the henchman school school of like accuracy. They're just like you know what I mean, just like shooting. They're like, well, all our bullets are gone. I guess he must be dead. I was like, dude,
1: dude, Preble, that's so funny that you said that because one of my later notes is that all these guys went to the incompetent villain academy. Yeah, exactly.
3: exactly. That's what this is. That's what this movie holds. It's like,
1: oh my god. Well, they like, sneak up on the they sneak up on the fucking seal, right? They sneak up on him two to one. Get you know very quietly, and they open up the fucking meat fridge and fire like absolute fucking apes at the cook. What? <laughs> what? Well, not even that, but it's like they they stealthily like sneak up on
2: the dude. They like quietly like, hey, be quiet, like sit down. They're, like where is he? He's like he's in there. Cool. And then they just like shoot him like eighteen times. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm it's saying. Like, I mean, fucking it's fucking hot tie the makes- dude and just get in there quietly. He's not gonna know. Well, and it's a fucking cook. That's
1: all you know about yeah, him yeah, is these he's guys. He's yeah, a cook. He's a fucking cook. Just, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: God.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, Jesus Seagal Christ. heads up to the captain's quarters, but he finds the captain dead. And this makes Seagal angry, because even though his scrunched eyebrows and blank expression stays exactly the same, <laughs> the music <laughs> of the movie telling you that people are going to pay. <laughs> and when I say pay, I mean Die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god god
3: it's 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 pretty amazing just like drapes the whole he's his, like his uniform over him i was like oh my god this is so stereotypical of any movie yeah
2: and then also an fa18 flies by just to check on things and they shoot that fucker down just then cue voodoo child for like seven seconds okay
3: <laughs> yeah this is when i started I, I i don't know if i missed that part but like why did they send out the plane? Like, why was it looking at them? Like, I don't know if I actually missed it because
0: then the, you Be, shoot because uh, the chopper that carried the band and uh, the woman out there did, never came back. That's right. So they needed to go out and like that's, look for it.
3: That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Okay.
0: But then, but then the terrorists made the wise choice of just immediately alerting <laughs> everybody else that they're terrorists by shooting it down. It's like they didn't need to do that. Like, why? Why would you have done that? <laughs> just wave at them. Hi. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know.
3: That's what I mean. Like the what the only information he's gonna find is it's still here or it isn't, right? Like, right. and why do they have to send him out? Like, why couldn't they just you know? I mean, obviously they've been trying, yeah. they've been trying to contact him. Why just be like no? It's on its way back. It's gonna take a couple hours. Bye. You know, yeah. It's a
2: battleship. It's not an air carrier. Like the the thing's not gonna be able to land on that ship.
3: <laughs> I just didn't. Yeah, I just didn't get it. I had no understanding of like why it was there. Because again, just be like, the blow oh you must up. have missed it. Like, go back that way. You know, and not oh, alert yourself to probably. the entire US military.
2: Uh, probably you're thinking too much. That's just just
1: man. just like, enjoy <laughs>
2: it. Just the sit there
3: man. with
2: your mouth open and just go. <laughs> if, if, if we try happen. to make
1: sense of this Yeah. Oh, if we try to make sense of this movie, I mean We're gonna be we'll be here all, here all, all fucking
3: night. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> get things We all get places to be, Mike. We all got families. Okay.
2: <laughs> so you cut the to Tommy Lee Jones calling the Pentagon and going this little rant about missing out in the 60s because of Vietnam and how he wasted his life in the CIA and everything he did. Uh, they just try to kill him afterwards, uh, before the movie. And um, he also has the nuclear codes. Oh, you don't believe me? Here's the code numbers. And I'm going to fire a missile at one of your satellites and it's going to be harder for you to track me. And oh yeah, I'm crazy! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh, he the says God. a lot of shit in this scene and I didn't write down any of it I was just staring at the screen like what the fuck are you
1: talking about <laughs> what we're talking about I feel like this happened seven times throughout the movie and I, I feel like I'm already lost because uh, we could be at any point in my notes at this point.
2: <laughs>
0: Especially with the Pentagon, pentagons. The same shit just keeps on happening. One of the things, too, like this is just like totally nonsensical about this movie is that like Tom Lee Jones's handler gets introduced and you would assume that he would be like a big role in this movie. Like he is the sort of counterpoint to Tom Lee Jones's anger toward the, the government. But, no, he just is there (laughs) for, like, five minutes. They talk to him for, like, two of it. And then he he doesn't say anything else for the rest of the fucking movie. No, he just
2: sulks in the corner, smoking cigarettes the rest of the movie. He just gets "Mm, shit-talked by
3: everybody being like, the CIA's incompetent, dummy. And he's like, "Well, You're incompetent.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile there's just a bunch of like generals and admirals sitting around this like dr evil style like big table yeah, there's like, some like bunker lair <laughs>
3: it's the table from dr strange it
0: like is the, and the director
2: said that too yeah
3: right.
2: <laughs> okay. um but also Tom lee jones after he uh, hangs up he just says like man they, I, I bet they uh i bet i convinced them of me just being crazy or something like that yeah and that's not true because he is still fucking nuts. But yeah, uh, so Sigal's uh, scouting out all the carnage and death in the party room when, uh, being the stealth ninja that he is, bumps <laughs> into this massive birthday cake on wheels,
1: and then just starts playing this <laughs> shitty rock music and yabos. <laughs> <laughs> what again? Sh- I mean, to my count or to my understanding of this movie, this has been like a cool hour and a half. A lot has happened in real time. <laughs> yep. And she's just been hanging out in that fucking cake. She comes out of the cake, starts
0: stripping and dancing. Her eyes are open for, like, the first portion of this. (laughs) No one else is in the room, and she just doesn't think there's anything of it. She's like, well, I'm paid to strip, so I gotta do it. (laughs) No one's cheering. Yeah, no one's
1: making any noise. You know, yeah. And and then she turns around to see a room littered with dead bodies. Yeah, like, you didn't hear all the gunshots inside this, like, wall-bouncing room?
3: Well, that's the, that's the problem I had. Like, so at least you could make a plausible argument that she was knocked out for at least a portion of this. But then even if she woke up directly after the music came on, like, what the fuck? Like, is your first immediate reaction? Like, Oh, well, time to start stripping, you know, give me a, of course not. No, you'd be like, what the fuck happened to me? I've been asleep for hours. Like what's going on. Right. You know, that's what I mean. It just it's totally doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, in my notes I said that this uh, this playmate apparently is a slutty Manchurian candidate that starts taking her tops off when she hears music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I think that like at this was a point where Steven Seagal was definitely like leering at her off to the side, like after making ten or ten or twenty like rebuffed advances towards her because she very timidly. Takes her shirt off to like show her breast, and then very quickly, like, uh, like very sort of like nervously closes the the thing again, almost like she's anticipating the director going cut. Like she really does not want to do this, <laughs> and I can just see like Steven Seagal like over in the corner with arms folded, just like nodding, <laughs> just with, with donut
2: frosting smeared on his mouth, yeah, nodding his head yes, <laughs> right, right. <sighs> <laughs> I, I just imagine though that this is just obviously this is just an excuse to just show like a nice big pair of you know big old titties, but um, like the producer just in like having like the producer going through the notes and like with like nothing else written on the script but just tits and like f- big red font underlined like ten times. Yeah, right.
3: I mean, welcome to the oh. welcome to like an early '90s rated R movie. Like, every <laughs> no. early rated R movie has to have at least like one pair of just yabo's Some. out some like right,
1: Jeff Leopard right. music it's like what this is going to be rated are we not going to have tits in this thing
0: Yeah, come on exactly
1: mm. come on and, and I bet again I bet, they, I bet they brought her in they're like listen we know you don't have much acting experience we need someone to fill this role because Tommy Lee Jones has sexually assaulted everyone else but here's the deal if you sign on to this, we will plug your 1989 Playboy appearance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know this is 1992, but we will still plug it. Yeah. Right. right. Run out to your used bookstore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: After uh, she puts her clothes back on, you see how stupid this girl is, and she has no idea what happened, and she's just an actress, and blah, blah, blah. And I do love that uh, psychologist goes, what kind of blabbling bullshit
1: is this? <laughs> and then promptly shoves her in a locker.
2: <laughs> she's like, "I'm an actress. My agent said I just have to jump out of a cake."
0: <laughs> get in the I locker. Did, I did one. She just she's like, "I did one like little like skin mag thing, and then all of a sudden now I'm doing this stuff." Oh no, poor me. It's like, come on, come yeah. on, you dumb brud. <laughs> well, and, and then you knew then then
1: you what you were it. doing. You get one of the another just quality line from this movie. She says. I hate being alone. And Sakala goes, do you hate being dead? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait, what? Which, is just, which just doesn't make any
0: sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Do you hate being dead? It's like how... But she's not dead. So uh, she's not... No? <laughs> yes?
2: <laughs> is that a trick question Just slam the locker on her face?
3: It's <laughs> never happening before. Like, what? What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, well, back at the Pentagon, he find out that Tommy Lee Jones was just some badass whose job was to steal enemy ships and stuff. And uh, last year, he stole this North Korean nuclear sub, but he sank that, that's for sure. Cut to the Korean <laughs> sub, operated by a bunch of French and Italian guys communicating with Tommy Lee Jones.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then
2: you cut back to uh, Seagal's new Double D sidekick, uh, because she doesn't like being alone and all that shit. And, um <laughs> A little bit after that, Tommy Lee Jones and Busey are now in the kitchen, and Jones knows that Seagal can't be a cook, and uh, his men was were <laughs> killed by a professional. And Busey says, "No, no, he's just a cook who came onto this ship with the captain. He's just a reject nobody, uh, who just is good with cooking knives." It's like, oh yeah, Bobby Flay. Does this look like a cooking knife to you?
1: Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> but microwave bomb. Is,
0: yep. This leads to like the the number one you know like 80s 90s action movie trope which is like someone saying that someone else is professional so now we need to <laughs> watch out no 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 He's tim, tim.
1: yeah no tim they don't they don't tell you that it's not that you know off the beaten path it's more direct and in your face because you hear someone say goddamn cooks a seal <laughs> <laughs> oh god
2: what like why didn't anyone be like when they came down be like hey do you hear that microwave going off they're like, why is the microwave right. on? <laughs> like, nobody says anything. It's just silent. And then, like, right after he goes, like, does this look like a cooking knife to use here? Boom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then Gary Busey goes, Sherman. yeah, Gary Busey says, turn that microwave off. And then Tom Lee Jones goes, oh, no.
1: It's <laughs> the whiskey. It's it's the whiskey brillo bomb. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you oh, that, get that great shot of like some dude with like glass all through his face. It's, oh <laughs> like what the fuck? Some <laughs> <It's a> microwave. <laughs> it's
3: uh,
2: yeah. So then Tom Lee Jones tells Busey to give him the employee files. So back to the <laughs> Pentagon, and they're uh, planning on SEAL Team Five to come in for this rescue mission. And if they can't get the job done, then God have mercy on ourselves. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say they got Seal Team Five out there. Where's Where's Seal Team Six? Oh, they're ready. Yeah, I was gonna say. So geez, don't you worry he's, about he's, it. I was, I was like, fuck's sake.
0: Seal Team Five was the elite Seal Team up until this movie came out, and they're like, "Well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Up> until we got to get Seal Team point. 6. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta do something. We gotta do a little better, fellas. That's what I'm gonna say. Right.
0: This is this is terrible marketing <laughs> for <the> seals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Did, Busey, did Gary Busey just blow up all those seals? Yep. yeah <laughs> well shit uh, so yeah BC's BC's back and then yeah, he, you know, he finds uh, Seagal's file and uh, it was in the captain's personal cabinet that's what he didn't know and oh shit he's a former Navy SEAL who's also an expert <laughs> in martial arts and explosives <laughs> and after and Panama, filet mignon <laughs>
0: That's another like '80s, '90s movie trope. Is just like reading someone's bio <laughs> to establish how qualified and like badass they, they are. They don't know how else that, to do any kind of like exposition, right? Exactly. Right. Like you, you can't be subtle about it. You just have to literally list
1: it. Get slapped <laughs> in the face with it. Yeah, right.
0: yeah. Because the heat just goes
2: on and on. It's like his Panama clearance was was removed after two jobs, and you know he only had two <laughs> jobs left he could do. It was either like as a well, it's like a JoJo or whatever. Some admin job or being a cook. Oh, yeah. By the way, Tommy, uh, he can't oh, people. Yeah, a Yowman. Like, Yowman. Yeah, Yowman. Which, like, what? Like, what the fuck is that? I had to Google that. Like, it's a clerical job. I'm like, why'd you just say that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this is probably smart. all off the cuff from Gary Busey.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. That's just like all a Navy. Name. Urban. Yeah, let's say
2: all these yeah, acronyms what... that Busey's saying is just an urban dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Gary, that's not real. He's a shing-zoo. <laughs> is that... A... Okay. All right, hold on. I've got to close this. Goddamn, fucking dogs in the
0: neighborhood. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. By the way, two people are dead. And um, I, uh, so I know that, you know, being a Navy SEAL is extremely difficult. And, you know, I think they only make up like 1% of the Navy. But they're acting like they found out that he's Batman. <laughs> right. So, a Navy SEAL! Like, Derek, like you said, like, a Navy SEAL! A fucking Navy
1: SEAL! Yeah. <laughs> yeah goddamn, cooks a seal. Isn't
0: Tom Lee Jones God supposed to be like Navy more seal. badass than a Navy SEAL? Like Tom Lee yeah. Jones is supposed to be this super the covert, fucking stole like, a North Korean sub. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like time Lee Jones should not be intimidated by him. Should be like, oh yeah, SEAL, no big deal. Yeah, there's,
1: <laughs> there's thousands again. of them. Guys, right. if we try to make sense of this goddamn movie.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, let's just go back to uh, uh, Sagal just karate chopping a dude to
1: death. <laughs> Just to uh yeah, that's what, access that's what a I seal said. phone. I said what I, I put that deadly throat judo chat dead <laughs> just melted that dude's brain. And what is that? It's a seal phone. It's like uh. all right. In my notes a i seal, <laughs> wrote, oh, a seal magna phone. Yeah.
2: yeah I, I wrote down after that I just wrote down whatever. Dot dot
3: dot <laughs> like she's like trying to analogize it to her time. She's like, Oh, like a car phone I was like, God damn it, this didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> car right. phone, eh?
0: alright and then, and then Steven Seagal like Steven Seagal like rolls his eyes and goes uh yeah I guess <laughs> yeah. it's like that's a, that was a good that was a good analogy it's like right. what else would you fucking call it <laughs> this girl doesn't know if she wants to die or not cut her some slack <laughs> right this dumb. Uh, he even get, but he even gives like the acronym of like what it is. He's like, yeah, it's an MC one eighty five. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, got it. Yeah.
0: That's going to Listen, I a get lot paid to
2: just whip my tits out in public, so <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> I
0: think I know these things.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, it's like, oh, a one eighty five. I'm sorry. Uh, now I get it. Okay. Uh, I thought I said one eighty five.
2: Okay. <laughs> got <laughs> it. That makes Good. more sense. Mm. Oh, well man. Seagal's ears must have been burning because back at the pentagon they're all saying things like you know what would be great to have in a, uh, in a time like this Batman no not Batman even better Chief Rayback well that's funny you should say that because he's actually on the other line and he's in the ship right now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you don't say How fun. so oh, nice. So Seagal fills them in on what's happening, and that Gary Busey's is also in on it. And oh my God, that means that they have control of the ship. Holy sweet baby Jesus!
1: <laughs> uh, are, are we to the part where Gary Busey says he'll buy the presidency for two hundred million dollars? I, think, I think, think that's towards uh, the end of the movie. It's a little later, yeah. <laughs> that's that's towards the end, but so it's okay. I got okay. that written down my notes. Again, it's just a stay whole on of topic. <laughs> <sighs>
2: Derek, you tell me. So, in your notes, is it right in front of you, or is it towards the bottom of the notes?
1: It's no. It, uh, I went from seal magnaphone to what are you going to do with two hundred million dollars? by the presidency? Probably a realistic thought that Busey had.
2: <laughs> All right. So this this makes more sense into the mind of Derek, in which he doesn't go in chronological order for the notes of the movie. So okay, I get it.
0: <laughs> the, the mind of Derek Fago, Brady and Garrett Busey are not all that dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, shit. I wish I could argue that point, but I can't.
3: <laughs> wish I could create some sort of defense for myself, but this is just too fucking accurate.
1: I mean, you know, like, yeah, three out of the last four podcasts, I don't remember the last 30 minutes, so. <laughs> so I'm just trying to
2: say everything in the last 30 minutes right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just going, get this out of my system while I'm still coherent. It's been revoked.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait till we do that movie. Oh, that's good. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, uh. So after he hangs up, he also found out that his clearance uh, was removed after his SEAL team got massacred in Panama. And then when he went back to the states, he punched out his commanding officer. But the ship captain was a good shit and brought him on board so he could fulfill his twenty years of duty, not really needed in a scene, but God. they just still did it anyway.
3: Again, they just want to. They just want to firmly establish like all these tropes, like he was the best, and then like because bad intel, then all his di- all his guys died, and that's the reason. It wasn't his fault. Yeah it's, yeah, it's never their fault. Like, make this fucking person have, like, a real human flaw. Like, he can't be, like, the best remorseless killing machine. Like, make him a drunk or make him something, like, that he has, like, some foible yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Fuck's sake. Now,
2: imagination is one of, like, a seven-year-old and which is like, I'm going to beat up everybody, but I'm yeah. a good guy, so they're going to attack me first, and then I'm going to beat them all up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Oh, my God. I was... I was ruined because, you know, some other guy who's bad did bad things and didn't tell me about him. And then I went back and punched him in the face so it stopped being bad. But then I got punished for it. Now I'm a cook. But wait, this girl with boobs here. Oh, my God. I got to I gotta see these boobs.
2: <laughs> Speaking of boobs, so uh, Batman's large-chested Robin is just annoying as shit. And she's just acting like a seven-year-old, saying, like, I don't like to kill people. It's like, shut up, lady.
3: It's like, it's like I don't think most people like killing people, but guess what? They're yeah. gonna murder you. So like let's step up to the plate. thank you they think you're part of the twenty eighteen Red Sox. You're killing it. You know what <laughs> I say? Like fucking focus and live, okay?
0: Great She's so, like, I have two I have two rules. Or no, I have one rule. Oh no, wait, I have. Well, like I guess two, two rules. That's how she delivered it too. Yeah, and then she. Well, that's what, that's what I was doing. And then she goes. Uh, then she's like, one, I don't date musicians, and two, I don't kill people. It's like what a what a random set of rules. Right, right. Three, I don't uh, swallow.
2: What was the third one? Nothing. <laughs> you guys will appreciate that once you actually hear it on the show mm-hmm. alright <clears throat> so uh, cut back to Seagal who uh, sneaks into this uh, helicopter or sneaks by this helicopter and he cuts holes into this can of paint thinner and after getting the attention of the bad guys he just blows the fucker up
1: I mean it I don't know how like, that blew up Well, no, what it was is the, the concept of it was he poked a hole in the paint thinner to where as it ran out the paint thinner would get less and less heavy and fall off of the grenade and, you know, oh, you released, put a grenade down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. Was, That
2: that explains the explosion. Okay.
1: Hmm. Yeah, there, there's some very strategically placed grenades in this movie, and I just wonder like how the, the calculation of that that that's tough. That's tough to figure out. Yeah, the time. Including,
2: including the next scene, which I had to rewind because I'm like, why did that blow up? Because I was just <laughs> looking. So I also uh, during did the exact all this
3: same
1: thing, I was I was <laughs> so baffled by this part of this. You know, like, Wait, what? what? What's going on? <laughs>
2: so many things are happening
1: guys so, uh, after you saw after you saw a whiskey brillopad bomb you should know that the door is standing wide open at this point <laughs> after like the fifth explosion point. In 15 minutes yeah i mean the, the, yeah
2: anything is possible at this point mm. <laughs> so during all this though Busty Robin is uh, briefly caught but Seagal cry to kicks one dude and shoots the other and then grabs little floppy tits and puts a grenade in between the door And then uh, that they ran through and Tommy Lee Jones says don't pursue this man but they can't hear him, so they also blow up explosions.
1: Yeah, similar similar to Halloween three, I wrote, one of the mercenaries turns into a mannequin and is blown a hundred yards back from the door when the second strategically placed grenade goes off. I, mean, I don't know, if if you didn't see that, go back and re-watch that scene because this person it's it's blown just hundreds of yards away. I mean, it's incredible. Oh God this fucking movie is the best <laughs> Steven
0: Steven Seagal's access to grenades in this movie is just it seems to have an unlimited <laughs> supply I don't never never really established where he's getting them from it's, <laughs> right. they're yeah. up his ass it's just it's just like playing GoldenEye it's just like they're <laughs> around the map somewhere he cheat
3: codes galore he's got a game shark right. plugged <laughs> in pretty
1: hard and he's just fucking out I like what, are you, what is this whatever he's no, sees to this, like this is Gary Busey playing GoldenEye yeah
2: <laughs> No, no. Busey's playing Goldeneye. He's just running through the wall, oh, continually. just like hitting at
0: the corner of the wall and just jumping up and down in place. Uh, Gary Busey sees like he's in Goldeneye. Like I guarantee, if you were to like look through Gary Busey's eyes, it would just look like you're playing Goldeneye. It's 1995 and 64. It's
1: <laughs> right. Like this is this
0: is dual this screen
1: premise of this movie is it's like just the nerve endings firing in Gary Busey's mind <laughs> is this movie. <laughs>
0: It is kind of like a Gary Busey fever dream.
1: Right. It's crazy. <laughs> or, or reality for him. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> well, one yeah that's a good point. is <laughs> yeah. uh. basically what he wakes up out of bed for every day.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of Busey, he comes up with this crazy as a fox idea of just drowning <laughs> his entire crew. <laughs> because uh, they'll get uh, Seagal's attention to rescue them. And uh, in the meanwhile, Seagal rescues a few of the guys who are uh, cut off from everyone. Including uh, Crazy Tuco from Breaking Bad. Uh, the detective that was killed by Einhorn and Ace Ventura mm. and some other dudes, and then a seventy-five-year-old man. <laughs>
0: right, it's a real motley crew. Inter- yeah, <laughs> yeah. who is who is a gunner's mate? Which is just a an un like that's a, that's just an enlisted man. Here's a fun fact: you don't get to be seventy-five and in the military and still be enlisted.
1: <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> well, again, I felt this don't was similar Gary to that. like I felt like this is similar to the Doctor Sadler scene in Jurassic Park Three, where it's like. Oh, you do this? You just... Oh, you're a gunner's mate. Wait, you're a gunner's mate, right? That's that's gonna come back up in the movie later. You're a gunner's right. mate, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just they they really like hit that one home. It's like stick that one in your back of your mind, fans, because that's gonna come back. It's <laughs> called shaking the camera. <laughs> He's a gunner's mate.
3: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> also, Paco, I think this is slapping your time. the cameraman. <laughs> this is your two hundred million dollar presidency yeah.
1: moment. Oh, yep. I've already I've already passed that in my notes, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. That, when, when that happened, I, that I literally I just thought that that must have been they were like Gary, just ad lib this scene, just go just play along. Yeah. It's like I'll be the president for two hundred million dollars. Yeah,
2: that so, was so that was his third take. After what's, what's your first take? We go to two hundred million dollars. I'm going to buy two hundred million dollars worth of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can we get
3: another take? <laughs> That's 200 million tacos two? down at my local taco <laughs> spot. It's like, what? To
1: your point, I all feel right, like to 33rd take. Because <laughs> I feel like he gave up, about about $200 million for the, for the squirrels and Kit Kats? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they went through like 200 takes, and then the director was just like, all right, well.
1: President, you are.
0: Yeah, sure. we're out of film. President's the, like the most rational one out of the bunch. <laughs>
1: Oh shit. This movie is Can so I be the president awesome. of
2: the critters that hide in my head? <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Here's, okay. Honestly, Did we get the president
0: so, part. <laughs> so just just one just one thing quick. Gary Busey is crazy enough to come on our podcast and I think we should probably <laughs> try and make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he is crazy enough and, and just di- dim-witted
1: enough that we can yeah. convince him to come well, on. Dude, someone get in touch with his agent, because I guarantee you all it takes is, like, a super big box of Crayola crayons and, like, four <laughs> bottles of whiskey. <laughs> the
2: thing you don't know is that he dips the crayons into the whiskey and eats them.
1: Yeah,
3: right. That's the loop. He's like, oh, they're right. for drawing, they for eating. I love Magenta. This is how I keep the spiders away.
2: <laughs> you know, the spiders that crawl inside of your ears. You know those spiders?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, to the listeners at home, I have tears streaming down my face right now. Oh, God, this is fucking uh, amazing.
2: This is <laughs> all just caught in mouth. I just needed like this movie. Are, uh. <laughs> so, uh, you get all this video... Back to the movie. So you get all this video video footage of all these sailors drowning, so they have to save them. And at the same time, uh, Seagal's been fucking with all the breakers. Uh, a lot of stuff happening all at once. Yeah. Uh, because during all this shit, Seagal also gets a phone call from the Pentagon again, <laughs> and he's having this casual conversation while he's firing two machine guns and killing bad guys. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, the conversation goes... The, the girl picks up, and she goes... Uh, Who's this? And he goes, "This is Admiral." Blah 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 blah. And he goes, "Oh, I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for uh, Ryback. Is uh, is he about?"
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Verbatim,
0: exactly what <laughs> he says. Yes. And she goes, "Oh, he's in the middle of a gunfight right now. He's going to have to call you back."
1: <laughs> and then, as they hang up, that same guy goes. Oh, they've got a lot of trouble on that ship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do like what the commander says, though, because I was expecting him to be like, listen to me, you hothead, I owed you to stand down, goddammit. But like, right. instead he just goes, well, you clearly ignored my command, so I guess I should just support you in what you're doing. Just keep on killing the bad guys until the SEAL yeah. team gets there.
0: And then asks if he's correct
3: about that. <laughs> yeah, am I correct?
4: Like, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Again, again, just it's one of these classic things. It's like uh, Steven Seagal is just too damn cool. Like he's just too damn busy killing people, you know, <laughs> kicking ass, taking names, and chewing bubble gum to like really fucking bother. Do you know what I mean? It's just like uh, again. Oh, at the same time. Thank you, nineteen
1: ninety two. Unbelievable. Well, again, this was this was just this this movie was fueled by a heavy cocaine addiction from someone on that writing crew. <laughs> right <laughs> so, someone I think uh, all, all all ones this might have been- no, no no I feel like there was one rogue warrior that was like no 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 but really we should have him running down the hallway shooting guns across each other that'll be really <laughs> yeah, crisscrossed really cool. and everybody's yeah. like no 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 Scott that's not gonna work he's like no, 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 believe me. Believe me. <laughs> hey,
0: no, he's really going, Hey, Gary thinks it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's got some real good. He's got some great coke. You guys hey, fucking batch are
3: crazy. <laughs> exactly. I just ran this past Gary and he's all about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a sign of approval. He's biting I
2: the doorknob mean. into the bathroom, but he said it was a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, speaking of crisscross, yeah, so you got Segal just doing some crisscross machine gun firing, killing more bad guys with the playmate just running behind him saying it's the (laughs) safest place on the ship right behind him. So the crisscross firing thing, so something we talked about uh, before the show, uh, doesn't really seem like a logical thing to do. First, just because your arms are at an angle, and then second, if you try crisscrossing your arms like a T and then start running, it's not that easy to do. (laughs) So I think this kind of cuts into Seagal's actual running style,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which Max, you should post that on our Facebook, the the Seagal running video. Yeah, listeners, all of our thousands of listeners, um, (laughs) you know, check that out. You're going to love it.
2: Yep. (laughs) True. I guess yeah, because I think the director saw him running. He's like, who. Let's have Maybe you just not. hold these two guns sideways, so and then you can run. Let's just do that
1: instead. I showed that to Huff, and he literally laughed until he cried. Uh, he flails his arms and flaps them around like a little girl. It's, it's like if anyone's watched The League, and when, uh, when the two guys, when Nick Kroll and uh, Paul Shear do the race, that's what it is. It's just guys running with no control of their wrists or hands.
2: I guess we'll put that on the Facebook page too because I'm sure not a lot of people know what you're talking about
1: (laughs) or just edit it out just us (laughs) (laughs) we're the only ones listening anyways right (laughs) or fuck it Paco's self-aware was pretty great
3: or just just delete it from history just
1: remove it from the times edit this out yeah. Guys, let's let's be honest. I've learned a lot about myself too. This podcast experience.
2: <laughs> this is more therapy for Derek than actual entertainment for anybody.
1: Someone's listening to me. <laughs> oh, it's me.
3: <laughs> I'm listening to myself for the first time.
1: Oh. What am God, I saying? I'm a fucking horrible person. <laughs> Also, though,
2: during the scene when uh, the playmaker was running away, I do like one of the guys in the background just going, Mr.
3: Lai, come back here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: So, more and more killing going on, including one guy getting killed by a steel support beam, uh, followed by another five or six dudes just getting karate chop moves and, with a knife.
1: <laughs> and then a table saw.
0: <laughs> this, this. Oh no no no! Okay, so that that was a that was a bandsaw, and he was cutting like a W fourteen I beam with that bandsaw. <laughs> like that, like bandsaws are supposed to cut like you know like a two by four, you know, like that's about it. Are you sh- you, do, you don't you don't cut a massive hunk of steel like butter with a bandsaw. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This whole thing was just, just absolutely just absolutely baffling. Other than just like him getting like impaled, like like I know there's like there's like what do they say? Like there's thirty of them on this thing. It's like I don't think there are. Like there's like a hundred of them. You know what I mean? Like for the they're operation the they're place. trying to pull over. Like there's no way there's just thirty of these motherfuckers around around
2: here. Right. Yeah. And the fact that this movie makes no sense, we didn't even mention the fact that this entire time they've been like building this like steel crane on top yeah. of the ship.
1: Yeah, when we you, just is by they, that. God damn it! Like they never get to it. It's never operational. Oh. No, no, they're terrible. They suck. They're no, just, but
0: then it is. I hope the right people. They started loading the missiles onto the well, ship. Well,
1: they do, but like they, they they say, well, we're creating this fucking steel beam system. It, they surely there could have been a more efficient way to get this fucking shit off the boat, right? I mean.
3: But other than like mean. totally like overhauling, like rigging this ship for <laughs> exactly. a totally different purpose
4: or the fact. Exactly. That,
3: or again, just like a little off topic, but why, why is all of like, you know, we haven't really got there yet. But like, and eventually there's going to be a guy, like a whole bunch of guys that like know Steven Seagal. And then he's just going to be leading them around and he's like just murdering people with his hands. Like, why aren't you all fucking surprised by this? no one here knows that he's a killing machine and everyone's just like right "Right, let's go and i'm like god damn it can we all act surprised same thing with thackeray binks as a fucking talking cat and the (laughs) girls are like oh this is normal like they don't they're not like fucking thunderstruck by this fact
2: yeah it's let's see you go 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 to the right corner you two go to the west wing did you
3: make our chicken fingers yesterday exactly did you make soup yesterday wasn't that what
0: you did? <laughs> it was three days ago, goddammit. it! Yeah, exactly. So they're all just like, this guy makes a great beef stroganoff, so it makes sense he's good at other stuff, too.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, on, man, you yeah.
2: make a tender prime rib like the son of
1: a bitch I'll go to battle with? <laughs> right. Well, you can make an argument that the best prime rib of this movie is made by Tommy Lee Jones.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. just hamming it Slinging up. meat. So, uh, well, this movie's about the end because here comes the good guys in the Navy SEALs,
1: waiting. Nope, they got oh. blown up by an RPG. H- hold on, I don't know if y'all caught this. This is this is probably a thing that's more readily caught in the South, where we're very our our gun acumen is a little bit higher than in the Northeast. But he cocks the gun with his pointer finger in that scene.
0: Oh, oh, dude, I saw that
1: too.
0: He <laughs> doesn't work that way. I've Doesn't work.
1: Uh, I watched hundreds, if not thousands. Of of action movies, and never have I seen someone cock a gun with a pointer finger. No, like, oh, the,
0: the slide in a Colt forty five does not work that way. Like you cannot just do that. <laughs> even even my my northern middle heart knows that that is
3: just. I saw that and he was like bleep, and I was like, like you can't push like a button. I was like, well, it's a
1: it's a gun. Have you ever played guns before? Good God. Well, right. And again, he's getting ready to go into like this badass battle. And the way he chooses to rack his slide is the most dainty way possible.
2: And then starts flailing, his arms running in.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's go. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: Alright, well, cut the to Tom Lee Jones with his uh, black market lawyer, I guess. Dahmer. And he's, uh... Yes. Whatever. He's just tisking him for not hiring Seagal because the room is just full of dead guys, including one impaled by a 2,000-pound steel beam. (laughs) And at the same time, uh, four different things are happening at once, uh, which really sucks for me when it comes to taking notes. Um, But Seagal is uh, just MacGyvering with uh, a missile and a grenade with the help of a condom, which um, I was surprised surprised (laughs) that they didn't zoom in to that condom and it's saying extra magnum.
1: Yeah. Well, it, the only thing I thought about is, like, since when do the Navy guys use condoms? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they they don't. I, mean,
1: yeah, well,
2: <laughs> I think they're kind of After Magic man. Johnson was diagnosed with uh, right. HIV in 92.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and mandatory. Well, and, Preble, I think uh, I think this is a good point for you. Um, you know, the first plan of attack is, like, cruising, a, a fucking moving F-15 past this boat to identify and, and assess the situation. And then they're like, oh, well, that didn't work. They shot that down. Let's send a much slower and larger aircraft <laughs> out to go assist the situation, filled with Navy SEALs, yeah. filled with our best warriors. Yeah, and just <laughs> promptly gets shot down. The
3: only thing I had written down for that was what a horrible approach. Like it's literally just like, you know, it's, it's like a butterfly just flapping its wings by. Like oh, this will do it. <laughs> it's like what are you, what are you doing? Like you just realize they shot down exactly like an F-15, like a Raptor. And then it's like, no, but what about this really slow helicopter? It's like, oh, I don't think this is right at all. I think this is stupid. Engage the paper airplane assault. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable.
0: <laughs> the, they, got, they got the mission plan from like the admirals, and it's just said, yeah, you take a helicopter there. And they're like, shouldn't we like maybe go on boats, you know, stealthy and everything? Nah. Nah. This sounds complicated. Just take a helicopter. I did. I mean, they're Field Navy Island.
2: SEALs and we're on the ocean. Should they maybe like swim or like <laughs> right. attack from under the water without being noticed by anybody? Yeah. I, I think I hit eh, something. I mean, the helicopter's already fueled up, so might as well just do that instead.
0: Yeah.
3: There, yeah there's one point where they made it was like, well, we already flew the F 15. The only other option that we, the United States military, the greatest fighting force ever, is this slow ass, you know, like short bus. Of a, a, a you know, it's like, this is the next other thing that we can do. It's like that's it. Like you can't think of any other strategies to to rectify this. It's like nope, that's really it. Like oh, okay, great. I'm glad we got the best military minds around.
2: We can put them on a raft with a catapult.
3: Yeah. I gonna say, my god. It's like what if we just throw fish well, uh, at them? Like, oh, okay, that's a good.
2: <laughs> well, us fish. I didn't think of that. God oh, damn.
3: damn. Well, uh, the next Seagulls.
1: quote, oh, I was just ahead. saying the next note I have is just Gary Busey's faces are an American treasure.
3: <laughs>
1: that's just the next note I have. I'm not quite sure which scene that was in reference to, but there's probably a few that we could select.
2: Yeah. This is probably the first scene in the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... You're, you're probably not wrong. When he was spitting into that fucking stew. Tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like that pregnant pause. After you spin that stew, oh,
2: Gary, that wasn't—you weren't supposed to do that. That was for the crew. Those for the key grips. <laughs> Fuck them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Grip this. I'm gonna go cook him a, a skunk real quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, well, that's not a skunk. But uh, well, a Sigal uh, sneaks off the ship and uh, gets onto the North Korean submarine. Uh, But the lawyer spots him, but lucky for Seagal, his gun works underwater as he he submerges from the air and shoots like two or three more dudes, picks up a bomb, uh, or then uh, the guys uh, pick up a bomb that they, I guess, mistaken for like his head because they're all excited about getting the scuba mask. Like you got this Russian accent guy going, I got him, I got him, explosion.
1: <laughs> no 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 what it was is if you look that that was where the the hook got the back of his scuba okay ear. that's what he's
2: saying like I, I scraped yeah. yeah so I scraped him
1: <laughs> oh, yeah and if once you see him on the boat he got pretty fucked up but the the bomb was the little thing he was making with the condom and he throws it in again submerged in water throws a, a high powered mm. explosive into this boat and it <laughs> fucks some people well. up. <laughs> Shows what I know, because I didn't want I didn't pause this, so I was
2: like, I've been watching this movie for like three hours now, and I'm only like an hour and twenty into this movie. Like, I just need to keep it going. <laughs> so I'm like, what the Because so I have to fucking tell the story what's happening. I'm like, I don't know what's happening.
1: <laughs> There's just so much shit. Like, one comment I, guess, I have at this point. Yeah, they what, fished what, a bomb. <laughs> that's what happened, right, guys? <laughs> I don't know. One comment I have at this point is just, so Steven, can- Steven Seagal can't swim, right? <laughs> when he's swimming over to that boat, he's like on his side, like writhing around in the water. Like, <laughs> is this guy a Navy SEAL? He's got he's got floaties on or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah for for a Navy SEAL, he has terrible swimming acumen. It's <laughs> <laughs> flopping around. Surprised so he didn't have water wingings going over there. <laughs> He's the best goddamn
2: seal in all of the military. And he's just doing the donkey paddle through the water.
0: <laughs> yeah. the, the trailer to this movie should be, he was the best seal in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> Only one thing. <laughs> he can't, can't swim. swim.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> Steven, Seagal,
0: <laughs> Steven Seagal in swimming lessons. <laughs> uh, swimming camp coming this summer. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> well Seagal gets back on the boat and oh no Dom, that Dahmer guy is uh, there to meet him and he's just real proud of himself for catching Seagal because his American accent is now just a Scots-Irish accent yeah. which is because you should have been cooking for us and then boom he gets shot in the back <laughs> by no one, no one other than Big Titty
1: Robin in the most unsurprising scene in this entire movie yeah. right well but, but how did she track him Like, he went around a submarine and to the front of this huge nautical vessel. And she's just been like, oh, oh, there he is.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Yep. I like how he goes, too. He's like, I thought you only had one rule.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: So I
2: guess it's time to start dating musicians.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did I mention I know how to play the pan flute? (laughs) And skin flute.
0: Just, just quickly too. That whole condom scene—that where he's making the bomb—that was totally a cigar thing. <laughs> like, he's like, "Yeah, but shouldn't I be putting a condom on it? Like a big condom, like a real, real big that, one? Yeah, oh. sh- like a glove." Right, <laughs> I, I just, just, just stare, staring staring at the uh, the Playboy of the Year for like the right. family saying it.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Is like I think about him like the first scene that they didn't get the right the right shot on. He's like unrolling the condom onto that wire or whatever, and then just pauses and looks up at her. And then proceeds to go back to rolling the condom.
0: Great. Lifts his eyebrows up a couple times.
2: He's just staring at her. All the powder is just falling all over the floor. He's just looking at her, just missing everything through the condom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Eyebrows are raised, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, after that's Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey are informed that they can't escape on the sub yet, and uh, the nukes can't leave, uh, because Sigal tampered with it, but Busey will fix it. (laughs) <laughs> what are you gonna to do, Tommy Lee Jones? Make all the glow in the dark? Outstanding. <laughs>
1: That's dialogue from this movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And who, who do they? Max, can I ask you a question? Who does Who does Gary Busey call on to help fix this whole situation? What is it like the Italian dude? <laughs> yeah. The Italian guy that's stereotypically named Luigi and says Mamma Mia. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Not like he goes, Why can't you speak English? Yes. <laughs> and the guy's like, Fangura, fuck you.
3: Yeah. I was gonna say, did, I, I just couldn't imagine this is like a really international crew of criminals. There's like obviously US yeah. people, there are British people, there's an Irish person, Italians, there was a German guy earlier. Like they just scoured French. like the like the dregs of Europe. And just were like, we need the best, most stereotypical people ever. And I was like, okay, great. Well, I, I got just the crew for you.
1: Are Italians notoriously <laughs> good, like, like submarine repairmen? I, don't I just didn't understand submarines. that. I
3: don't think they even right? have them.
1: I just don't understand that at all. Like, why Italian? What was the purpose? It's it's lost for words.
3: I think the Italians just really invested all their money in this this underground pipe system that their plumbers can use to quickly go between worlds. (laughs) I thought that was the whole point. (laughs) If I'm led astray from all my Super Nintendo and Nintendo Nintendo Entertainment system, you know, playtime...
2: Oh my god, that would have been amazing though if that actually was just Luigi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that's that's what I thought about. Like, I'm saying, oh, they, they just <laughs> made, basically <laughs> made these guys Mario and <laughs> <with> Luigi. <laughs> and then the next scene, he calls someone Luigi. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my god, it actually is. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, oh god. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright well back to the <laughs> yeah and then right after uh, they get off the sub there's Mario just jumps up on top of the flagpole and just drags all the way down from the ship <laughs>
4: <Yep>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I
1: think this is the point where I realized that every time Gary Busey received bad news he cringed and hit something yes <laughs> he points aggressively and
3: hits things. That's like Gary Busey's like two, like the two, uh, you know, pieces of piece of advice he was given by the director was like, "All right, are you angry? Hit something. Or you want to trying to make a point? Point, point vigorously." It's like, "Oh, okay."
0: Well, I I don't just think do what, he what you was do to that direction by the by the director. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's just Gary Busey. Again,
0: <laughs> Gary being
3: Gary, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh. Well, um, back to the control center, and this SS officer is telling them that they really screwed up the Wi-Fi or whatever. And then twenty
1: seconds later, he goes, "I fixed it." Oh no, no! This guy was my favorite character in the movie. He looks back up as Tommy Lee Jones has just been disappointed. Um, he puts the Tommy Lee Jones. First off, when Tommy Lee Jones puts the gun in this guy's face, if you would have panned down, you'd have seen a massive erection because he's been won some action all fucking movie. Finally, gets it finally gets the comms back online and he goes I did it <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, this guy was every time he would come on the screen I knew it was going to be fucking gold oh it's great. <laughs> great it's stuff. like literally it's like a 45 second scene of him going "Like I can't fix it I fixed it yeah. like,
2: why?
3: Come on! <laughs> didn't tell us how he fixed it but we just know he did it great
2: these guys are much better than me. Wait, no, they're not. Yeah, exactly. I just turned it on and off.
0: <laughs> right,
1: right, right. This guy he's like uh, I just kept
0: walking down. back and forth and slipping the switch. Uh, and then I decided that that didn't work, so I decided to do another thing, and so, that worked.
2: So I pressed Control, Alt, Delete, and then just rebooted, so I'm good now. Yeah, well, <laughs> so all the nukes on the sub, which is uh, slowly drifting away from uh, the good guys, and they don't have any guns left, right? Right, guys? They don't have any guns You're left? You're
0: wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Call back from earlier <laughs> when Segal is shaking the camera. Yeah,
2: yeah, because battleship guns aren't yet decommissioned, and just like hey
0: gunners mate, just oh like God. the old grandpa
2: guy and their gang, they're firing. Busey's just laughing it off because you know they're harmless, like blanks or whatever, right? Like starbursts. They're starbursts. That's that's harm. That's that's harmless. Yeah. Right?
3: Right? Right? Wrong. Right. <laughs> God damn it! Beat me the touch again. <laughs>
0: I do. I do man, love how, sharp, I how the Playboy playmate is all of a sudden now very proficient <laughs> at operating large, large guns. Yeah, what the
2: fuck? She's like chewing gum, like nonchalantly. That's like moving these yeah. nuclear warheads around.
1: Yeah, yeah. She right. was like 45 minutes earlier in this movie. She was very against killing. Now she's ready for mass murder. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <Yeah>, <obvious. laughs> she tasted. She got a taste of it again. That bloodlust. Yeah. Am I right, Tim?
0: The bloodlust, man. <laughs> they get that taste in there. You know what I mean. Once it hits yeah. the lips. <laughs> but
1: I do will say also,
3: as they're loading these Starbursts, working as a team, they got the working together music going really well. That's like a very <laughs> nice staple from the 80s and early 90s. Like, it's like, and they're all like, da.
0: Like,
3: <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, this is going really well. <laughs> right?
0: so uh, like what that. are we going to do now? We're going to shoot, shoot, shoot the guns. <laughs> Go to kill all the bad people, blow them up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, like when it, they finally it, like do... Teamwork. It. Friendship. Boy, boy, what an explosion.
2: Oh, yeah. Holy so, you shit. know, the good guys are just uh, loading up these warheads with the, you know, the firecracker padding things, and Tommy Lee Jones is just kind of, like, curiously watching them the whole time yes. until uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the gunshot just blows him backwards, which uh, either causes him to have some kind of concussion or trigger, like an acid flashback, because he just totally loses <laughs> his shit for the rest of the movie.
3: <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. He's just... <laughs> It <laughs> just goes nuts. First of all, again, I just have to say, there's no way that's how those guns operate. Could you imagine if every time you fired a gun, everybody on deck got blown back 30 feet? <laughs> there would be right. no one on the boat to, like, staff these guns. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It's like, he's like, oh, my ears are exploding. I'm like, yeah, man, it is. I agree <laughs> with Bleeding these, everywhere. But this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, so.
2: Yeah, so you, you cut it back again uh, to old Busey smiling, thinking that these firework things just got to tap the sub, but nope, he blows up.
1: Explosions. Oh. <laughs> that was the most disappointing part of the movie. <laughs> And A little Busey blowing up. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like I want any I movie I watch. I, I any any movie I watch with Busey in it, I want as much Busey as I can handle. Like <laughs> load it up because I'm not gonna want another bit of it for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna max out on Busey right now. That's it. Like yeah. let me get this shit out of the way. So okay. now I'm gonna like, have Busey. to go watch. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go watch like Little Big League or something. And learn about pitching from the have to.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a 57-year-old reliever or starter or whatever the <laughs> fuck he is in that movie. Uh, well, uh, cut back to Tom Lee Jones, who's now just rehearsing for the role of Two-Face in uh, Batman Forever because he's just like dancing and singing and talking about cartoons and shit. Yeah. And then uh, during all this, he orders his crew off the ship and then uh, sets off two of the nuclear-tipped missiles towards Pearl Harbor.
1: Max, can, can I ask you, what are those gonna, what are those missiles going to do if they hit Honolulu? I don't know what are they gonna do. Oh, they're gonna kill approximately a million people, which will reach ten thousand degrees Fahrenheit in less than a second. Oh shit!
0: No, he he goes he goes. Uh, yeah. Well, more than a million people will be will will be at ten thousand degrees Fahrenheit in less than a second. It's like what a weird way to describe a nuclear right. explosion.
1: Right. Just be like everyone's gonna die.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't need you to walk me through how it works. I know when a nuclear bomb hits a city, it's not going to go good. <laughs> I also, I also like
1: the
3: hyperbole that Tommy Lee Jones uses. I think, I think it's at this point where he's like, "Yeah, there's going to be a million or a million people are going to die. It's like the world's going to be destroyed." I'm like, "There are more than a million people in the world. It's
1: just Hawaii. That's a
3: bummer. It's a very <laughs>
1: isolated area. <laughs>
3: exactly. I right. think you're exaggerating just a little bit, Tommy.
1: Well, I mean, it, they ask at one point, you know, do you think I'm uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but they ask, you know, you think blowing up a, a lot of innocent people is actually going to change anything? Well, I mean, yeah, I think it. I think it kind of will. <laughs> I
2: mean, I mean, it kind of ended World War II, so yeah,
1: right. I mean, a million people vaporized in less than a goddamn second. I think that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna grab some attention.
2: Yeah, I think Hiroshima and Nagasaki was like two hundred thousand. <laughs> that that ended a a, a fucking worldwide just global war so maybe <laughs> well you know the good guys are shooting all the bad guys while seagal takes one out of patrick swayze's roadhouse book and yes. rips this dude's fucking <laughs> <and> throat out
1: <laughs> i deposit go back to make sure that happened i did too i did too <laughs> <laughs> like wait a minute that just happened just, again just like just like a roadhouse <laughs> i've it's seen this so before. out of context it's like wait what <laughs> yeah
2: it's just like he's just kind of like quietly walking around and then just like eh, eh, throat, like just fucking throat yeah.
3: rip also i just want to break that down even further so there's a point where he's doing the, the all the his jujitsu or whatever and then he stops the knife with his teeth pokes the oh eye. no we're not we're not that's there. later oh, okay. no, that, that's <laughs> towards the we're end oh yeah we're yeah we'll get
2: there, there. we'll get there in a second okay, never yeah, mind. sorry <laughs> i thought i was like that's my me,
3: next me, note so i was like what the yeah heck? i've got plenty of notes on that. <laughs> oh my god that's a nightmare <laughs>
2: Yeah, so after the throat rip, he's on his way to meeting Tommy Lee Jones, but this uh, covert expert forgot to clear the room, especially the corner of the room that has a 10-foot-wide door of Tommy Lee Jones holding a gun in the the middle of it. God. And then uh, yeah, after uh, Jones disarms Seagal, he realizes that. He knows him and says, It's been a long time, sir. And then, uh, yeah, they get this little cute talk going on. Anything you guys want to talk about as far as that cute talk? No, I just want to get to this team (laughs) of the night fight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so they get this quick ash and knife dance. Uh, but Seagal gets the upper hand by slowly biting the knife, to which Jones kind of looks at him like, "What the fuck? Let's go with the knife, I guess." And then he, Seagal gouges one of Jones' eyes out while inserting the knife directly into his head, and then throws
0: him directly through
2: a control screen. Well, again. Well,
0: so uh, one one quick thing, one <laughs> quick note to your to your sequence there, Max. Um, right before, right after he gouges Tom Lee Jones' eye out, yes. and before he um, uh, stabs him in the head. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones' head actually turns into papier mache, (laughs) which is a which is a crazy move by Steven Seagal. I don't know how you do that.
1: (laughs) Well, and the funniest thing is, is like, you know, the scene before where he gouges his eyes out. Tommy Lee Jones' head is tilted back, and he's got this agonized look on his face. Then after he turns to papier mache, his head is facing down, and it's a completely blank (laughs) blank look on his face. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like he's prepared for the inevitable. It's because they kept on it
2: they ran out of footage of the original shot because Busey kept them running into frames going fuck
3: out
1: <laughs> fuck out just trying to just chest bump Sigal. <laughs> kill him kill him I got a Chaos! bad idea what about this <laughs> shut up uh, I've got, I've I'm got, an Oscar nominated actor too <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got two notes about that scene that we didn't talk about I said the first one is it was just two men wiggling some knives around and the second one was it's just metal clanging and Tommy Lee Jones grunting eh ah <laughs> oh God, David! It's was... like
0: the it's it's like the most little, like slapstick little pansy fight ever. It's just like it's almost like they're slapping it's... knives with each other. Yeah, they're plastic like, putty know, knives. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Well,
1: like I said, it's it's like the Team America World Police fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> it is the slap
0: fight. It's actually very. That's yeah, a very good. That's a very good analogy. Yeah.
1: It's
2: just, but just the way that like Segal, like the way they putts. cut it, so like Segal. Like they look like it looked like a computer animation of Seagull's like neck not moving but his head moving towards the knife to grab it <laughs> because they didn't know what to do, yeah. And then just uh, Jones turning at the fucking paper mache. Uh, well, after this, he uh, takes the nuke uh, codes from Tommy's back pocket. So of course Seagal now has the opportunity to save the day, and uh, right in the nick of time with the Pentagon on the phone, he disarms the nuke
1: and everyone starts celebrating. <laughs> This nuke was definitely taking the scenic route to Honolulu. He yeah. <laughs> was following the coastline.
2: <laughs> yeah. have, this, is what I thought would have been fucking hilarious in this movie, is if like they didn't call off the airstrike afterwards. Like everyone's just like cheering, popping champagne. You can hear like Seagal going like, "Can you call off the strike?" And it's just like, <laughs> yeah.
4: "Yeah, you will sir, you will sir."
2: <laughs> it's like, wait, what's that?
3: Ah, oh, shit, we forgot to call off the airstrike. Exactly. Uh, is he still there? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> If this was, like, a horror movie version of that, that definitely would have, like, been a bigger deal, right? Like, the ten endings to any horror movie, that would have been, like, ending four (laughs) for this movie. It's like, oh, no, we didn't call off the strike. It's like, then. God damn it. (laughs) Well, I needed to get the champagne cork. I didn't want to turn off the switch yet. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, God. This movie. Yeah.
2: Well, instead, uh, the movie ends with some cheesy shit. Uh, with the guys uh, talking about cooking stuff And Seagal awkwardly kissing the girl Saying something like I know what I'm going to have for dessert yeah. And then they win the big game oh God, And the dude. movie
1: ends <laughs> no, can, we, can we talk about the uh, like before that When Seagal <laughs> asks the playmate If she wants to go swimming with him And the weird ginger guy in the background Enthusiastically goes I'll go with you." nope I don't remember that he like shrugs his shoulders like hey broad, you snooze you lose I'm gonna fuck this guy
3: (laughs) (laughs) there's also one other point too where when they finally release all the people all the other crew that have been like locked in that room for a while they all are cheering as they're like going down they're all just released like a water slide they're like yeah like sliding down (laughs) stairs like they haven't been suffering hypothermia for hours
2: and this right. is when he queued to the uh, the village people in the Navy. <laughs> in the Navy. And
0: they're just like, yeah! <laughs> High kicking out of the door.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Fist pumping. One, one really but
0: that, that kiss scene
1: where <laughs> Steven Seagal,
0: oh, oh my God. How how much do you think that woman was dreading that scene?
1: Ugh,
0: I was how bad do you scene. think Steven Seagal's breath is?
1: Well, there, there's another oh, scene.
2: It's like and like oh, sardines yeah. and fish and cigarettes.
1: Dude, that's exactly <laughs> what I told Hop. We were watching oh, the end of this God. movie together, and that's exactly what I said. I said sardines and whiskey. <laughs> oh, my <laughs>
2: that's God. That's exactly what, what I that said. Would be. She's like in
1: crumbs inside of her tongue. She's like, oh, God. Oh. I, didn't see, I didn't agree to
2: tongue. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: there, there's another scene in that movie where it's earlier on. But like he brings her in for a hug, and if you look closely, he like rubs her ear. Oh, <laughs> the, the, God. the the weird, the weird old oh. guy, the the gunner's whatever, the gunner's assistant or whatever. He's like standing up. Mate. He's like he's like kind of high fiving Steven Seagal. And when he, that girl comes up and he gives her a hug, he looks straight forward like I'm not gonna fucking watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's happening. I'll, I'll try to find it. and I'll send y'all the scene if we want to put it on Facebook. But dude, it is okay. so fucking funny. I've heard what
2: you do with these cast members. I don't want to look.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's. I mean, everything about that shot is oh. half disgusting, half just hilarious.
2: <laughs> well, that's the movie. Yeah. So, cool. um. Thank you. some trivia. All right. So this is the only Steven Seagal movie ever that's certified fresh. <laughs> 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 yep the best they can do <laughs> all of his movies are fucking <laughs> dog shit <laughs>
1: oh shit oh I love so much
2: yep so it was also it was nominated for two oscars which is also the only all movies ever be nominated for oscars but they're for like sound and like effects and shit like that but um also funny the original title of this movie was dreadnought
0: <laughs> <laughs> what dreadnought
2: I gets so it, gets it was like named after like the first like royal like battleships of like the, the no, no British, I know maybe. I know but
0: it just doesn't make any sense it's like, I know it the, doesn't. that was
2: in, that was
0: before World War One <laughs>
2: yep but I guess they just wanted to play off the pun they're like nobody's gonna understand that so oh. never mind
1: treble well, is that related to some sort of like Siberian poetry dreadnoughts
3: yeah no they're just like the beginning yeah, just like Tim said like prior to World War One like big Powerful battleships.
2: It's the pre-battleship. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the precursor to battleships. Okay. Yeah. The they like started busting them out in like 1917 before the war ended. Look at me with my history. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So, um. Also, this movie delayed the Die Hard series for a few years since it is a <laughs> knockoff. So uh, the original Die Hard script for the third one it was going to be about a cruise ship being taken over by terrorists, but then this movie came out. They're like, fuck.
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's funny is Huff, when I was watching this, watching this with Huff he said the same thing he goes this is fucking Die Hard on a boat yep it is and uh, speaking of Die Hard so for the third movie of Die Hard this has nothing to do with
2: this movie but um, <laughs> this thing is hilarious so it was originally a Lethal Weapon sequel and then they pretty much just like copy and pasted the Riggs and Murdoch and just put in Sam Jackson and uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis instead mm. so also the Playboy cover showing the movie is the same cover that was shown in Home Alone Really? Yep. Same addition, Same issue. Interesting. And uh, do you guys want to guess the body count for
3: this movie?
1: Ah, uh, seventy-two.
3: Fifty-one. I'm
0: gonna say. I want to go prices right and go fifty-two.
1: <laughs> you guys are all wrong. Preble's the closest I guess. One hundred. Oh, I said seventy-two. Oh, I was. Oh, Derek. I, then. Yeah. Whatever. I wasn't
2: listening.
3: Oh, sorry, Derek. You said something. I nice win. I had it shutdown. right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel? <laughs> oh, shit. I was going to guess like 30. I'm like, yeah, that's probably like a, that's a pretty high number. And it's like 100. Yeah. That's, no, that's like, like in, the
1: one, in the party room when you find the naked It's four, like 60. There's like, there's like eight or ten in there.
2: Yeah. And the seals. Yeah, this is just everybody.
3: Yeah. <sighs> Do you have any more trivia mags? Yeah.
2: No, that's it for the okay. trivia. I was just thinking, I didn't even say anything, but I was just thinking like why wasn't uh George Bush was in Holland, Holland like he was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Like why wasn't he involved in all of this? They're gonna nuke fucking Pearl Harbor, the president's there.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's a good it's question. Of that. Yeah. Uh, the, other reason, uh, the only uh, reason uh, I'm not gonna do it. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. <laughs> okay, perfect. <right, right. laughs> because we mentioned earlier because I was actually thinking like how many people are on a battleship because I know there's like actually a ton I think we said like 400 mm-hmm. so on I literally looked yeah. up the USS Missouri and in 1984 it held 1,851 oh. officers how did 30, 30 people, people take over the fuck? this battleship that was almost 2,000 people holy shit it's like a
1: small that compartment
2: did not have 2,000 people in it they <laughs> had like maybe 200
1: yeah well when Gary Bees is involved all rules are out the yeah. window mm.
0: When the abuse is they there. did say that like it was a skeleton crew. They did say it was a skeleton crew at the beginning of the movie, but it's like a skeleton crew on a one thousand or eighteen hundred crew like person battleship is like still a yeah. thousand people.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe nine hundred <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say right.
3: yeah. I, I was gonna say. because just to yeah. operate it, I imagine you need to have like a number of people.
2: Oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I would imagine so.
2: Yeah. Well, um yeah, I think they also they filmed it on like the I don't know they filmed in Alabama. I know, like, I, I looked at it, but I didn't write it down. They used a different ship, but yeah, that doesn't really matter. But. All right. Who's your favorite and least favorite character in this
0: movie? I mean, I... Stephen Skull's definitely my favorite character. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's, it's like everything he does is hilarious. And my least favorite character... Um, probably the fucking nerd. The, <laughs> the nerd working on the computer. It's like, fuck you, nerd. This isn't a movie for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll
3: go. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, Steven Seagal is great, but just to be different, I mean, Gary Busey just really adds a a certain flavor to this movie that just can't be, can't really be (laughs) undone. I mean, if he wasn't in it, like, I probably still would have enjoyed it, but like, I, I probably wouldn't have like, you know, been so intrigued in like a morbid, like very odd (laughs) way about how this goes. So like, just him being Gary Busey was hilarious. I guess my personally... It's
2: like watching a car crash.
3: Yeah, yeah, watching a car crash over and over and over again. But that car has buck teeth and like one eye wide open, the other teeth just slammed shut. But uh, yeah, so he was probably my favorite because it's just hilarious. And the people I I guess, I'll pick that CIA guy that was in the room smoking the whole time because I thought he was going to be like like some sort of intrigue and then he was just like the only other time I ever saw him was like when he and that other like politician or liaison guy are just like we're gonna blame it on the cook right and they're like yeah yeah you know it's just like I'm like are you can you be better like you have knowledge like interesting knowledge like be more interesting like do something be you know, create intrigue but yeah so I didn't like those. I didn't like that guy he was very disappointed
1: mm-hmm well, my favorite – I'm going to buck Tim's you know statement here. My favorite was the nerd because every time he came on the screen was fucking laugh-out-loud funny. <laughs> he was so ready for some goddamn action in this movie, and boy, did he get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and my least favorite – and I, probably we may be talking about the same guy, but it was the guy that was always on the red phone in the CIA room because at times he would act like, oh, I've got these great ideas. And then the other times he would act like he didn't have any fucking clue what was oh, going that's, on. That's
3: the political liaison guy, I feel like, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't the cool CIA guy who was smoking. It was that other guy.
1: That was yeah, like, the, the, the bald-headed guy that was like, I need to talk to the president yeah, exactly. about this. Yeah, that was up. the other guy yeah. who's just being upset. And then he'd be like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> fucking guy sucked. The whole
2: Pentagon scenes just were not needed in this movie. They should have just stayed on the boat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that.
2: No. Alright, uh, for me, I'm gonna go just I'm gonna go Tommy Lee Jones just for the yeah. fact that he's actually a good actor. And as crazy as he acted at times in this movie, his delivery was good enough for it to be almost believable. <laughs> and my least favorite is gonna be Tits McGee. Just because oh. she was annoying as shit. And so I was gonna say too. Um, that it seemed like they wrote this for like a seven year old like boy who was like a diehard GI Joe fan, but like the last moment when the producers said, "How about instead of a boy, we just have a girl with like some big tits," <laughs> but then I did a little research in, on the movie and found out it wasn't a producer, but it was Steven Seagal who came up with the idea of a stripper sidekick. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> the trivia also says, in quote, he did some un- uncredited rewrites. <laughs> Which also makes perfect sense, especially since recently he's been named in the whole Me Too movement for a shit by like a shit ton of women.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh god. That's that. That's our steven oh, Yeah,
2: including Jenny McCarthy, who said, "Uh, it's like, yeah, I, I auditioned for a movie. He's like, yeah, that's that's great reading. Uh, take your clothes off. <laughs> it's, like, it's not in the script. Like, <laughs> do it. Yeah. Oh god, that's terrible.
3: Yep, that, he's that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> great, great. Wonder
2: why it didn't pan out. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, who would win in a one-on-one fist fight, Patrick Swayze's Dalton from Roadhouse, or Steven Seagal's uh, <sighs> Ryback
1: right from this movie? Well, I think we could both safely say that they would end up throatless.
3: <laughs> Touche, Moving on. I was going to say I find, that, I find that very offensive, since that's based. On, and Dalton is obviously again based on me, so of course I would win. I would defeat Steven Seagal very handily.
2: <laughs> Well, there you go,
3: folks. We have a first hand account.
2: Definitely. I a sway, just for the sheer fact that he, like, completely like ripped out that guy's entire esophagus. And Seagal yeah. kind of got, like, a little bit of the throat.
1: Yeah. Well, here's why I would argue the contrary it's because Steven Seagal's martial arts in this movie were incredibly apathetic. So I can only imagine how much of a badass he is if he actually tried. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what he wants it, you to think. He's just kind of—he's kind of karate chopping people very slowly and apathetically, and melting their fucking brains. All I know is
0: that I would—if—if if this fight ever happened, the beginning of the fight scene, I would want Steven Seagal to run
1: from a very <laughs> long, long distance away toward Patrick Swayze, <laughs> so I could laugh my ass off. Fuck like you. you! Like a WWE entrance ramp, just like
4: eh,
2: flailing, flailing his arms everywhere. You can just like hear his arms in the wind. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this movie certainly has the makings of a Mark Wahlberg movie, just all over the place. So, if Marky Mark was in this, what would he be confused about?
0: He's like, "Oh, so uh, we're on uh, we're on the water. So, uh, so uh, how do we float?"
2: <laughs> so he- hey, my older brother's a cook, not me, pal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I understand these Navy guys aren't really good at this, but you know who we need:
0: Boston cops. So when,
1: do I, <laughs> right. so when do I get to fuck the broad?
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'm actually like refused to believe that Mark, Mark Wahlberg wasn't in this movie, so I don't really know what he'd be confused about. He was an
1: extra in the room that was prepared to drown. Yeah.
0: This 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 movie informed Mark Wahlberg's career for sure. <laughs> I can
2: just imagine him just like making nothing but Wahlbergers for like the entire nine months that he's on tour in this boat, and just the crew just getting like super pissed off about it right they, get, they all have scurvy because of it it's like, man like we've had the same burger for the last nine months like, can you make something else like not bro it's a, this burger's completely different it's cheese on it. it's like 50% different <laughs> 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 uh, alright well unlike IMDB with their 0-10 uh, score or Ron Tomatoes with their certified fresh score including this movie in the only cigar movie we've decided to make our own scoring system so guys what would your scoring be for this movie
3: I guess, so I'll say, so I think this is, uh, okay, so this is going to be one alcohol-soaked Brillo pad explosion (laughs) (laughs) via a microwave over an apparently infinite number of grenades. (laughs) That's a smashing success, That's a big success. I think it's my highest. That might even be uh, Dirty Dancing and all the watermelons. (laughs)
0: I'm going to say that uh, this was uh, three extremely hesitant um, uh, topless scenes (laughs) over um, infinity um, Me Too claims against Steven (laughs) Snow.
1: Well, I'm going to use, I'm going to actually go in a different direction than we've ever gone on this podcast. And Uh I'm going to use Gary Busey math here. And I'm going to say that this is one oversized birthday cake out of two jostling knives. Out of 75 Gary Busey teeth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has 75 yeah. teeth. Guaranteed, <laughs> <laughs> He has layers. He he's, like he's, <laughs> like a, he's like a shark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which, which,
1: Tim, I know that you can, you're can. you really good at quantifying these rankings. That's the highest ranking I think I've given a movie on this. this.
0: <laughs> that's the highest ra- That's easily the highest ranking.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's
3: up there. <laughs> it defied math, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So. Yeah, it, it certainly did. <laughs> so it has to be. In logic. <laughs> well I'll stick
2: with the Busey then I'm going to give this one motorcycle helmet for Gary Busey out of one pair of big plastic titties
3: <laughs> Yabos. boos
2: <Yabos>. yeah <laughs> well that wraps up week one for our Thanksgiving movie month and if you want to follow the show on social media we have the links in the description box of this podcast episode and if you want to reach out on the Facebook page you can go to tdbackrow.pod Tim is not on there, so don't look for him there. Wow. Um, also, if you want to search the ticks in the back row uh, on Instagram, you can go to tdbackrow_pod. If you want to write into our mailbag, you won't, but if you want to, that would be at tdbackrow@gmail.com. And uh, I guess we'll we'll throw in a couple of hints for uh, the next episode. Um, we'll put it on. I'll I'll put it on Instagram. Ooh. Just yeah, it'll be a little bit of a sneak preview, little tease. Yeah. So, in, until uh, next time, you know, just remember sometimes uh, condoms aren't safe. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, what an What a Oh
4: God! Get back.
3: Yeah, I was gonna like, say I, I was gonna give this movie a lot of credit by not making them like a romantic couple, and then they naturally just blew mm-hmm. it at the end because I was like, "There's no chemistry here. She's like just hot. Like that's not enough to like make me care about
0: this." That was one of the uncredited rewrites, and it wasn't even a rewrite. <laughs> Steven I <laughs> just grabbed her and kissed her.
2: <laughs>
3: Detective, Doctor, Lawyer. Yeah,
0: exactly,
3: exactly. Ugh.
0: Who's just, the like, Simpsons doctor happens. though? Dr. Uh,
3: Dr. Hibbert or Dr. Riviera? <laughs> Dr. Riviera, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Dr. Hi, everybody! Hi, everybody! Yeah.
2: What the <laughs> hell is that? Red one connected to the
3: red one. <laughs> <laughs> the blue one connected red to the one. other thing. <laughs> oh, no, my watch! It fell in. Oh, dear. Oh uh, god! Wait, what's the, wait? What movie are we watching next? I forgot. Hmm. Or have we not decided?
1: Trouble, okay. I can hear your fucking computer taking yeah, flight no. right now, brother.
3: I don't know how to help you, man. My <laughs> it almost died. I, I, good thing you like told me that it was making noise, and I looked at it, and it was like I didn't it wasn't plugged in, and then like my computer was like it's about to explode. You need to plug it back in. <laughs> okay.